I know I tend to make it about me. I know you never get just what you see. Immortal words of T Swift. One, two, three, four, five, let's go! from the plastic microphone studios deep in the heart of Cajun country. This is Faith Five from Fans. I'm your host, Jamie Ray, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. We've got a show that's swiftly going to make a favorite for all of you out there in the podcast universe. Today, I've invited back to the plastic microphone studios, or next door to her room, a fan favorite co-host, the Lizzie for A New Generation, an argumentative, anti-ethical dream girl. My Antithetical? Young, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Anti-ethical. Sure. <laughs> Miss Lily Dot. <laughs> Lily Dot is here to discuss our five favorite Taylor Swift songs. Yes. Lily is a... Well, you know what? Why don't I just let you tell the podcast universe why you're the t swifty expert welcome back to the show lily dot hi thanks hi. it's it's great to be back you're welcome <laughs> so good to have you thanks for making the trip how was yeah, the traffic uh, it was ugh, ugh. Ugh. What you i got do? i got i got stuck because i ran into a cat and not ran into like oh, i thought like, i heard it scream yeah no that was just a little meow Okay. Yeah. We'll probably hear that during this episode since mom is gone. Oh, yeah. And the cats will want to get in. And you go, dunk. So, tell us everything swift that we should know before we start this episode. Oh, God. It's a lot. Well, first of all, the quote you used was not Taylor Swift. It was Brendan Urie. For the record... If we want to be technical about it, but we won't be. Um, uh, oh, I saw Taylor Swift live at the Ares tour. Mm-hmm. I went uh, to Houston night two uh, with my friend Isabella, and we had the time of our lives. Uh, it was a it was a, it was a fairy tale. Wink, wink, Aww. wink, Swifties. It's it's because she played a song called "Today Was a Fairy Tale." I gotcha. um, so, yeah, and that was the night she cut her hand. I remember that. She fell down or something, right? Yep, she fell down and cut her hand, and we didn't even notice. She got an owie. But it was great. I cried. Mm-hmm. I laughed. I lost my voice. You, yeah, you did. You did yell. And, yeah. And I love Taylor Swift. She's my number one Spotify artist. Um, yeah. Awesome. I would tell you what my favorite songs are, but, you know, that's uh, kind not, of the whole point yet. of the episode. So, yeah. so let's do that. I thought I could, you know. I appreciate that. Of course. So what we have decided to do 
is I think you know we we drove to Houston and we came back mm-hmm. and we'd been talking about all the songs. So Lily kind of challenged me as to what my five favorite Taylor Swift songs. And to to be honest, uh, I wasn't a huge Taylor Swift fan. wasn't immensely um, aware of all of the songs and all of the stories that go behind you know taylor's versions of stuff coming out and Mm -hmm. all of that but i have since been educated so i do feel that this list um isn't just me picking stuff you Mm -hmm. know out my butt that i've actually given it some thought and so i want you to know that i didn't just this this is definitely something that i've really put some thought to good yes so what we're going to do is we are going to have our honorable mentions, like we always mm-hmm. do at the beginning of the show. And then I'll do give mine, and then we'll go five, four, three, two. And then before we hear your number one, I have asked Lily to prepare a very short version of Swift versus Shakespeare. Swift or Shakespeare. That's a great title. I just call it Shakespeare or Taylor Swift. Okay. So I basically give a, a line, and it's either from a Taylor Swift song or a Shakespeare work, and you have to guess who wrote it. Okay. Um, and it sounds easy, but it's not because we did not. a big version of this, and I kind of we did. Failed you guys sucked. I'm just kidding. You did. <laughs> so we're gonna do that, and then we'll we'll give out our number ones. Yes, and then we will give our number ones. So I'm faking. I know mm-hmm. what mine are. You know what yours are. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead? How many honorable mentions do you have? Thirty-two. Three. Oh, just three. I oh. wish there were thirty-two. Mm-hmm. I I I was trying to pick my third honorable mention last night. Yeah. And I had like five choices, and I was like, I don't know what to pick. I don't know what to pick. But. But you figured it out. I figured it out. Yeah. I promise. There's a there's a, there's right. one. Well, why don't you give them to me? Okay. My first honorable mention is Death by a Thousand Cuts from Lover. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from, this is from Taylor Swift's album, Lover. Um, and a little a little fun fact is that this song, it's a breakup song, you know, no. saying, saying goodbye, because it's death, it's death by a thousand cuts. But it was actually, um, she said in an interview that she had like challenged herself to, kind of write a fictional song because when she was younger she'd write these romance songs off of what she'd seen in movies or read in books but you know now during this particular era she was like deeply in love with her boyfriend at the time joe alwyn and so she was like but i still want to prove that i can write these good breakup songs so let's just make one up and she did and it's great and death by a thousand cuts has one of, if not the best bridge of a Taylor Swift song. Okay. You want to give, it, give us the bridge? It's really long. Oh, okay. It's like, my heart, my hips, my body, my love. Trying to find a part of me that you didn't touch. I don't know. That was, that that was, was pretty wrong. awesome. Yeah. It sounded just like her. Definitely. Yeah, I'm basically Taylor Swift at this point. Yes. Yeah. So there will be a Spotify playlist. There will um, be. Of all of our choices together that mm-hmm. you'll be able to listen to after this episode. So make sure you go and check it out. Yeah. Because um, I won't be singing mine. But uh, anyway. Yeah. 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 So what is your second honorable mention in no particular order? My second honorable mention is from folklore and it's called seven 
Which ironically, I put this number seven on my list. But is it seven or nine? Is it about is it about Annika? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just <laughs> thought, you know, maybe it would be about her. No, the song the song seven is kind of about um like growing up mm-hmm. and feeling like you've passed you you've passed your peak. You know? So Yeah, like, once you hit eight, that's it. Yeah. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> no, but she's like she's like the the whole hook of the song is uh like like the first chorus is please picture me in the trees. I hit my peak at seven feet. But it's seven feet, but it's supposed to be like, you know, like seven it's just it's just around an age. Okay. So it's like the chorus is very much um remember me at my most perfect, you know, when I was untainted by the world, when I didn't have to con- conform to what everyone else was saying. Right. Um but the verses actually kind of tell a story about a childhood love that is more than kind of just like the other person, but it's kind of like the feeling because the verses are a lot of, um, she has this line that says, I can't recall your face, but I still got love for you. And I feel like that, uh, that resonates with me a lot. Cause there's a lot of people I've, I've done a lot of things. I've interacted with a lot of different groups of people and you can't always remember their name or their face, but you remember the feeling yeah. that, you know, the, the friendship and the love that they had. And I think, I really like this song. It really that resonates with me. And it's really, it's a really, like, peaceful song that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just really nice. Awesome. That's very cool. That's yeah. deep. That's deep. <sighs> I mean, Taylor just provokes this stuff. She, yeah. She really. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, what is your other honorable mention? <laughs> okay, my last honorable mention. You're going to be shocked that this is this low. But my first, do you know what it is? Um, Is it? Me? No. Me didn't actually make it on this list. I love me. But I feel I like there's there's others. <laughs> yeah. But I have all too well ten minute version, Taylor's version from the vault. What? From Red. I know. The ten minute version didn't even crack the five? It it cracked six. Yeah. It, it cracked the top ten. Yeah, that's true. Because ten true. minutes. Because ten minutes, one but, page minute. You know, if you don't if you haven't heard all too well the ten minute version. You gotta listen to gotta it. Listen. It is beautiful lyricism that very I don't want to say perfectly, but it it because we conveys, know love done from kiss is the only perfect song. Absolutely, yeah. we know we know she conveys her heartbreak so well and all of the mixed feelings like the anger, the sadness, the you know missing him but not wanting him back, you know and. She essentially uses like the same melody, oops, the same melody throughout the entire song, but still keeps it interesting. And it's right. 10 minutes. 10 minutes from the vault. From the vault. So so quick 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 swifty fact okay. for those who don't know. From the vault means so Taylor Swift has been doing this thing called where she re-records her albums because she didn't own the masters to her first six albums. So she has been re-recording them and calling them Taylor's version. But when she re-records them, she will occasionally also put out songs that were supposed to be on the original albums, but were not. And so these songs are called From the Vault. So there was a song called All Too Well on the original 2012 Red album, but... This 10-minute version was, 
you know, obviously it's a 10 minute version of the song. And they're like, you can't put 10 minutes on your album. That's not going to happen. And she said, okay. So she edited it down to like her three minute song. Right. But when she was re-recording it, she said, screw that. I'm going to put out the 10 minute version. And she did. And thank the Lord she thank did. Thank the Lord. Because it's so good. So if you hear from the vault, that's what that means. And if you hear Taylor's version, it basically just means that she owns the song. Right. Because the he who must not be named yes. stole it out from Okay. Yeah, I didn't steal it out from under her, but yeah. bought it out from under her. So that's why we don't talk about him anymore. Yeah. So. <sighs> All right. So. Your honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. I'm going to see if you can guess my honorable mentions. Okay, so I'm going to give you one hint. Mm -hmm. One hint. It won the Grammy Award for Best Country Song of 2012. 2012. So this would be Red. Best Country Song. Is it all too well? Wait, you sure it's from Red? 2012 was... But that's the year that they gave the Grammy out. Oh, so then it was... when the album came out. So then it must have been Speak Now. But I feel like that would be 2011. No. No, it's Speak Now? Speak Now. Okay. And it's probably going to be mean. That's exactly what it is. It also won the Grammy Award for Best Country Solo Performance. Wow. And the Teen Choice Award for Choice Music Country Song. Dang. Go Taylor. Go Taylor. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just confused because Speak Now was put out in 2010. Mm-hmm. So for it to win a 2012 award, yeah, I guess maybe it came out at the end of the year. Wonky. Yeah, probably. And then, or I don't know why, and or maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're wrong. Just kidding. No, you're probably and that right. A lot with me, but I love this song because it's yeah. it's just okay. And you're gonna you're gonna see throughout my list mm-hmm. that most of my songs are kind of upbeat. Yeah, uh, I don't have any of the folklore or Ivy songs. Yeah. you know, so you could even say yeah, these are more of the commercially successful songs. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're any worse. It it they does. just fit to an entirely different demographic like i'll have a lot of i'll probably have a lot of songs you've never heard mm-hmm. because i put a lot of i like a lot of her slower songs i just don't play them for y'all right because i don't want to be sad a lot yeah but when i do be sad i'm gonna do it well that's right so when we're driving around these are the kind of songs yeah. that i would play for you or for us good good so, okay so the next song is from taylor's version <gasps> of red <gasps> And do you want Taylor's do you want to guess mine, Ooh. or you want me to just tell you? I feel is it all too well? No, no. Red. Taylor's version. Is it twenty two? No. We are never ever getting back together. Oh, that's a good one. But no, <laughs> one last choice, one last chance. Oh my god. Is it? Oh, is it? I bet you think about me. It's I bet you think about me. Another yes. vault track. Another one. Another vault track. I just think it's. Such a cool song. Now, mind you, in the last two or three weeks, mm-hmm. this list has changed. This yes. one actually was much lower, like oh, I mean, wow. much higher on my oh. list. Um, but because of some of the things from other songs that you have exposed yes. me to, it got pushed back. Yeah. But I think this is a fun song. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had this discussion about the use of what was Chris, his name? Stapleton. Chris Stapleton in the background. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we agree to disagree. Yes. I feel like he should have had a bigger presence in the song. Mm-hmm. But you make a very good argument that what presence he has punctuates it more yes. than if it was a duet. Yes. So, totally, totally get that. Yeah. Now, the final honorable mention mm-hmm. is from Debut. Ooh. Which is the self-titled yes. Taylor Swift album. Yes. Which has not been released as a taylor's version yet no a lot of people think it's going to be the last um re-recording as kind of a full circle moment mm. so yeah and i'm pretty sure you know what song this is is it our song it's our song our song is slim screen door i have been listening to this song for for yes. years since it came out because she was she was you know i'm used to kind of be really more of a country guy than i yeah. am now. i still love country music yeah and I just remember thinking that this song was just so sickeningly sweet. Yes. You know, and she did a really good job getting yeah. it across. And I just, I just, so it sticks with me. Yeah. So it's stuck with my honorable mention. It does still come up on rotation a lot. But Taylor debut, and which I never knew that you Swifties called it debut. Because yeah. when we were talking at some point, you said, oh yeah, that was the uh, album debut. Yes. I was like, does she have an it's album? Just, yeah, it's just weird to say, yeah, the album Taylor Swift. And then you're like, huh? Yeah. So a lot of people just call it debut to avoid confusion. But when she re-records it, here's something you might not have ever thought of. Okay. You know the song Tim McGraw? Yeah. Okay, and you know how she's met Tim McGraw. Right. And it's a great possibility that he could be featured on the song. Exactly. So when Taylor's version would come out, it would be Tim McGraw featuring Tim McGraw Taylor's version by Taylor Swift on Taylor Swift, Taylor's version. With Tim McGraw. With Tim McGraw. That would be quite, that's, that's a tongue twister. (laughs) That's a tongue twister. (laughs) Yeah. But I will still listen to it. Yeah. With Faith Hill standing inside watching. Oh yes. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to, to Scout Mm -hmm. who loves her some shirtless Tim McGraw in Blindside. Delicious, I guess. Right? Yum. <laughs> All right. So those are our honorable mentions. Those songs that didn't quite break our Faye Five. So now I'm ready for you to give mm-hmm. me your number five favorite T Swifty song. So my number five, I don't know if you've ever I think I might have played it for you. Okay. But we don't listen to it a lot. It's from folklore. Mm-hmm. And it's called Peace. Okay. So <laughs> For my notes, this is one of the ones that I did not write a paragraph for. I just put hashtag anxiety. All right. So basically the song is the the hook where you get the title from is will it would it be enough if I could never give you peace? So the whole song is lyrically about, you know, being in love with someone and you're going to be there and you're going to give everything you can. But especially when you're an A-list celebrity what if I can never give you peace? What if I can never give you a peaceful, happy domestic life? Right. It's always going to be troublesome. And I'm always going to be there for you. But will it be enough if I can't give you exactly what you want? That's Which deep. Oh, that used to be my favorite song. It's gone down in recent because other songs have, you know, gone up. Yes. But the song lyrically is beautiful and the main instrument. Oh, jeez. Uh, the main instrument of the instrumentals is um, like a bass line. It's like, 
It's great. And I love bass. I love when you do that. <laughs> bass is so fun to sing. Yes. Anyways. So it's it's you know, it's a great song for my for my ears. Mm-hmm. And then it's a great song for my mind too. Oh. And I Yeah. Yeah. But aren't aren't, aren't there how do I say this? Is that a good song for your heart? Um, like, I think it really, at a certain point in my life, it was like, you know, I felt like, you know, there's so much going on in my head. Mm-hmm. What if I can't give my friends, you know, a sense of security? And then you get the song and it's like, wow, I guess it will be okay. Because she's kind of like, you know, there's all these things, but I still love you and I know you still love me and this is going to work. I'm just scared it won't be enough. And I feel like she has a lot of songs like that where she, she's, she, especially after Reputation, it's a lot of, you know, you know what can happen when the world turns on you and when worst case scenario happens. And so you're scared to fall in love. And, and so a lot of the songs have that fear. But I think it also came with accepting the fear and moving past it, which I think is a powerful thing. It is a powerful thing. Look at you. I'm thinking about screen doors. So, wow. Good one. You don't have to include this in the um, episode, but there, I put it, I'm going to have to show it to you later. I put it on the computer. There's an alternate version of Picture to Burn, Mm -hmm. and the outro is amazing. And she's, she said, in case uh, the outro is like, or in case you haven't heard, you're knocking on a slam door, just another picture to burn. And that line is so good. Like it, it relates back to our song, uh-huh. but then it's like, you're knocking on a door that won't open because I slammed it on you because you messed up, bro. Bro. And it's like, she don't wrote, come at me, bro. She did that at 16. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go yeah. get him. Burn that picture. Anyways, wow. yeah, sorry. I thought of that. That's awesome. But <laughs> yes, our song is so great. Yeah, it is. It's a good <laughs> song. That's why I picked it. <laughs> okay. Okay. You heard my number five. Okay. Now it's your number five. So my number five has the the truism. The truism. That band-aids don't fix bullet holes. You say sorry just for show. <sighs> From the 1989 album DLX version. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Right? Bad Blood. Nice. Yes. So while this is a really cool and powerful song, the video. Yes. Which I just saw re- last within yes. a couple of months when you sat down and showed me a whole bunch of videos. I'm going to have to show you all. We're going to have to have a Taylor Swift music video marathon soon. We don't have to. <laughs> Fine. Just, split it over a few days if you want. Yeah, mini marathons. But it's a very cool video. Of course, it's yes. extreme CGI. I mean, everything yeah. is. But it's got all of these people who are uh, guest starring in it. All these powerful female singers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And it is a full. And it has that iconic mm-hmm. rift. Band aids don't fix bullet holes, and they don't. Yeah. Duct tape fixes yeah. bullet holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I saw this song live. I know you did. Mm. So who are all some of the girls that are in this movie music video? So there is um, Taylor Swift, obviously, mm-hmm. 
And then her real life best friend Selena Gomez played the villain. Ooh, twist. Um, Kendrick Lamar is in it because he has a verse. Okay. Um, Haley Steinfeld, who plays Kate Bishop mm-hmm. in Hawkeye. Okay. Um, there's Zendaya. I think Mary there's Jane. the Hadids. Uh, okay, Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid. Um, God, who else? Oh, Haley Williams of Paramore's in it. Okay, red hair um, girl. Yes, okay. uh, the girl, Lemon. the 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 woman, the women who played um, Meredith Grey and Olivia Benson are in it. Oh, really? And the only reason I know oh, that true. is because her cats are named Meredith Grey and Olivia Benson. Yes. So she got the actual actors to be in the music video, which is hilarious. It's hilarious. And then she has another cat now that comes from another music yes. video. Yes. So. Benji. I'm, I'm sure we can talk about him later. We wink, wink, wink. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's my number five. So now Amazing. I want to hear your number four. Well, my number four, you actually already brought up. Ooh. It is, I bet you think about me, Taylor's version Great from the minds. fall. No. That, I am not a country girl. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a few songs plus, you know, Taylor Swift. And I bet you think about me is just one of those country songs that I'm like, yep, nope, this is good. Yeah. This is good. It's just so, it's like, she really cash. doesn't care. She's like, you know, I bet you think about me because you messed up. And right. Bud, you yeah. had this and you lost this and you ain't getting it back. Yeah. And the music video um, was actually directed by Blake Lively mm-hmm. and is really good. Yeah. Um, and it's so that's really the wedding, the wedding one, yes. and it's really reminiscent of the song "Speak Now." Okay, but kind of like a little twisted because "Speak Now," obviously, if, you know from the song title, you can probably tell it's about a girl crashing a wedding and saying, you know, "Don't marry her," when when they say "Speak Now," oh. "Speak Now Forever," hold your peace. Don't marry her, and so the music video is them at a wedding. And the groom keeps seeing her crashing the wedding. In red. Right? In red. Every everyone else is in white. Mm-hmm. And she's in red. And so she's because you know it's it's red Taylor's version. Yeah. And so it's a really good music video. It is. And Miles Teller is the groom. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is the bride. And it's just it's a great Wait, Taylor song. Swift is the bride? No. no I lied. Yeah. She, she's the wedding crasher. Right. She she wears a bridal dress at the end, which at the is end, yeah. a just red why. One, right? yes. yes. Well, it starts white and then it turns yes. red. With the blood of her enemies. Oh, yes. Obviously. Uh, the bad blood. Uh, like this. <laughs> Not unfixed by bullet uh, band-aids. Nope. So, my number four you heard. Uh-huh. What is yours? My number four also comes from Red. <gasps> Taylor's version. <gasps> is it what I think it is? I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. And it is, no, you say it. It's we are never ever getting back together again. Yeah. Or not again, but back together. Yeah. We are yeah. never getting back together. I love that song. I love that song. I, that is a, you know what, bud? And she ha- seems to have a few mm-hmm. things. You messed up. Yeah. We get back together. We, we break up. We get back together. This is it. I'm done with you. Yeah. I'm done with you. And it's fun. And I do like this version of it specifically mm-hmm. because this is the version that sends money to taylor yes not the money that sends to he who must not be mentioned yes who i hope yeah. he is enjoying his master library because that's all he's got <laughs> what do you what do you think about um 
so when she for for the listeners at home when she did her 1989 world tour Mm -hmm. she sang a version of the song that leans very much into rock and roll like guitar and i love that version you love it okay good because you played it for me i was like this is a great idea but I don't think it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's not. I put it on my Spotify because I'm special. Mm-hmm. You are fashionable. Yeah. The only one that I could find, well, I shouldn't say only one, but there is, and I'll go ahead and tell you right mm-hmm. now, Me is not on my list. <gasps> really? It isn't. I love Me. I love that but song. But I start, I love Me. <laughs> um, but it came down that I, I could not change my Fave 5 too much. Yeah. And it came down to this song or another song that you have um, exposed me to. And so I ended up not taking me. Yeah. But that being said, there is a great live version of me yes. from, I think, Paris. Yes, live in Paris. Live in Paris. I so love that version. That's a lot of one. So that's going to be on my list uh, for the Spotify list. Okay, good. Just because it's a great song. But back to we are never ever getting back together yes. such a great song such a good song. i saw that one live too yes you did there's a <laughs> there's say that a lot there's a video of me listening to that song and in concert mm-hmm. and i went feral yes cuz my favorite backup dancer he got to say the line like ever and i didn't realize he was going to say it and then he said it and there's this video of me going Wah! <laughs> it's, it's what was I Bella doing? Was she just like looking at your side eye or screaming as well? Well, well, <laughs> with the other we were, we, we were, or whatever, because you know that that part is so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. And so we were like saying the part to each other, mm-hmm. and then I screamed in her ear. And so you can't see the video because I'm like going crazy with my hands, so the yeah. camera shaky, but she was probably looking at me like, Girl, Girl step, step, out, girl, step <laughs> out, but. No, yeah, we're having a we're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my good time number four. What is your number three? My number three. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw this one live too. What? And what a coincidence! When I saw it, I cried, wept openly. And there's a video of me crying, and it's really embarrassing. This song is August mm-hmm. from Folklore. Now that is okay. that the one with the um, mystical spheres? No, that's Willow. Okay, the Willow did not make it on the list, but oh. Willow's very good. It was no. Very good. August is um, so many one named songs on your list. Yeah, one, one, one. You like? Don't worry. One. The next, the next, the next song has is more than one word. Okay, um, but August is a song. Um, uh, well, here's a, we're gonna we're gonna back it up and do a little back. Okay, ground information. On folklore, Taylor Swift essentially wrote out a love story that is um, a love triangle between three imaginary characters. Okay. Betty, James, and Augustine. Okay. So. Um, I want to say I remember this story. Yeah. So basically the story is summarized version. Betty and you and, have to make sure to say that it's made up because most of her songs. Yes, this is this is a, a good majority of her songs. Yeah, are. The, she wrote this album during like lockdown, and mm-hmm. so she decided to just write her own story, okay. and so this is the story. Um, Betty and James oh, wait, are you like forgot once upon a time. Once upon a time, 
Betty and James were two high school sweethearts and they were dating. And then summer rolled around and James cheated on Betty with a girl named Augustine. Right. And then, you know, people started finding out and then James felt bad and broke it off with Augustine and went to go apologize to Betty saying, you know, I'm only 17. I don't know anything, but I know I miss you. Mm. Right. And so then Augustine is heartbroken because she really liked James, but they were just a summer fling. Like it didn't mean anything to him. And then years later, after the whole debacle, um, there's the song Cardigan that is supposedly from Betty's point of view. Where she's like, you know, you know, you loved me so much, but I feel like you don't love me as much anymore. Right. Like you used to put me on like I was your favorite cardigan is the hook of the song. Um, Cardigan is a really good song that displays Taylor's um, the way she uses lyrics to invoke imagery. But I think August tells such a unique story from the view of the other woman. Cause she's kind of like, um, you know, she has those elements of like, you know, kind of describing the things she would see, but then there's also the feelings like, you know, um, so much for summer love and saying us cause you were never mine to lose. Mm. So is there going to be a James song? There is a James song. There is. The James song is actually called Betty. Of course it is. So there are three songs about there's, these imaginary there's people. There's three songs. Yeah, there's three official songs. Right. A lot of people are like, this song is about this person, and this song is about this person, but it's not official. Official. Yeah. Officially, the three songs are Cardigan, Betty, and August. And Betty is from James' point of view, where he's like, you know, I, need I don't know, you know, I don't know anything, but I know I miss you, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm showing up to your party and saying that I'm sorry, and you know, are you gonna take me or are you gonna leave me? Like I just. And does know. she say we are never ever getting back together again? No, they do get back together. I uh, think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Poor Augustine. Yeah. But wait, did Augustine know? No. Well, we don't, I don't, we, I don't think so. In my mind, she doesn't know. Do we get a song from the Cardigan's point of view? You get Cardigan. Yeah. The song Cardigan. Yeah. Loves to talk about itself. Yeah. Whatever. But I really like August. Um, I just think it's so unique. And when I saw it live, I was like, I know I'm going to cry because I love this song so much. You saw it live? I saw it live. What amazing. And so Bella was like, I'm going to record you for this song. And I said, okay. And obviously I have the video and it is really embarrassing because it's just me crying. But yeah, love it's it. really, I love the song. I love it. <laughs> and that's only your number three. It's only my number. You're, 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 these number two are going to be. they were penultimate choices. Yes. See, Tussling I could use out. that word every episode. Amazing. So what's your number three? Well, my number three is from Fearless. Taylor's version. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? You belong with me. It is. You belong with me. I you love know that. Your dad so well. I just love that song. A fun song. Yeah. Where she's basically just telling him, just like the hook is, "You belong with me." I don't know what yeah. you're doing. I don't know where you're going. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah. But you belong with me. 
Yeah. So is there some some fact I that mean, I, I should know about the song? I saw cool? that song live. What? Too. Oh, that's crazy. You saw that song live? <laughs> yeah. I saw it live. And I remember I I only remember bits and pieces of the show because I blacked out for a lot of it. Sure. But I remember for this song, she said, All right, Houston, would you like to go back to high school with me? And I said, I'm already there. And then I screamed the song. <laughs> Because obviously, what else am I supposed to do? So exactly, so you were right there with her. I love that song. It's a good song. <laughs> Again, you know, I need. I just I like songs that are just kind of up and they make fun you want to dance. Yeah, exactly. Bust a move. Yeah, do the bird. Do the jungle. Yes. Do the bird. Yes, yes, yes. He's the one. Do the bird. <laughs> okay, so now, again, we are at the penultimate mm-hmm. choice on mm-hmm. your list. Give us your number two. Okay. My number two is from Reputation. Okay. And it is New Year's Day. Hmm. Which I don't I don't know if I've ever I'm gonna have to play um, this for yeah, you because I really like it. It's a very um the production on the song. Oh, I don't know where to start with this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Love it okay, so, okay. much. So, so basically, or I'm gonna start. I'm going to sound like an English teacher for a second. Okay. So the entire album. Oh, I thought you were going to go wah, 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 wah. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> the entire um, Reputation album is, it starts, a lot of the titles are very like taunting. Not not really taunting, but they're trying to like, you know, evoke you and stuff. Like Enticing. ready for it. Look what you made me do. Um, call it what you want. You know, a lot of... Trying to elicit a, a, a visceral yeah. response from the listener. Um, okay. And so a lot of the song has this... A lot of the songs have like a hard exterior shell. Like, you know, obviously, Look What You Made Me Do is a very villainous song with... You know, the music video has a lot of imagery of like snakes and, you know, coming back from the dead and wearing all black. Um, and But this album also has a lot of great love songs that carry that theme of falling in love and being scared of what could happen. Yes. And so the, the, the album really delicately balances that. Um, and I think new year's day is the closer for this album. It's the last song. And I think it is one of probably, yes, no, I will say it the best closer of Taylor's discography. Whoa. Because it is, you know, if you've ever listened to Reputation, it's highly produced. There's a lot of. I love you the know. Way you do that. Yeah. And, and I'm New sampling Year's... that into my new song. Good, good, good. You're, you're, I'll, I'll allow it. Appreciate it. Um, but, but New Year's Day is very, has a very stripped back production where it's basically just her and a piano and you can literally hear her pushing on the pedals and stuff. Wow. So it, it shows how raw it is. And the song is basically, um, you know, I want, I want you to see my best and I want to see your best, but I will be there for your lowest lows. You know, mm-hmm. I want your midnights, but I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on new year's day. Aww. And it, it's so beautiful. And, even past like the love message, there's a lot of hold on to the memories, you know, the hold on to you. Um, please don't become a stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere. Those are two of the strongest lines from the song. And 
you know, though you can feel a lot of that outside of romantic relationships too. Uh-huh. Cause you know, that's, that's the frame I put a lot of her songs in. Um, you know, there's people in your life that you have seen you at your lowest lows and at your highest highs and you want them to stay in your life Yeah. for whatever it takes. You want to hold on to the memories. You don't want them to become a stranger. And I just think the song is so beautiful and it perfectly wraps up the Reputation album, which I don't It's not my favorite album, but... There is no song in there that I don't like. I like all the songs. There's some albums where, like Folklore, I love most of the songs. Mm-hmm. So technically it's higher up on the ranking. But there's there's still like one or two songs that I'm like, Meh, meh. it's okay. But Reputation, all of the songs are good. Okay. And so to have such a strong closer that is so beautiful and just raw. Chef's kiss? Yeah. <sighs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. So, New Year's Day is my number two. Awesome. What's yours? Hey, hey. Uh, you need to calm down. <gasps> You're being too loud? You are being too loud. <laughs> um, From Lover. Yes. I I will not even hesitate to say I love singing this in the car with you. Yeah. It's such a fun song with so many just little quick clips and just you know burns Mm -hmm. without being burns just putting people into their place yeah you know you're coming at me like a missile uh yes i saw the song live too oh my god yeah 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 it was pretty great i I never would have thought that i should have i should have considered it but wow yeah yeah So, um, <laughs> snakes and stones never broke my bones. Yes. A callback um, to reputation. Mm-hmm. Which I ooh, ooh. learned from the very beginning of Bad Blood. Is it Bad Blood? What's the one where the snake turns into butterflies? Oh, that's me. Me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was the first music video of Lover. That's it. And so, the, the snake, there was like a snake crawling up to the camera, and it went to snap at it, and then the snake turned Both. into butterflies to show the transition between the eras. She's not going to let those people hold her down. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So, I love this song. So, I will say that it came down to this song and mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. As to, and I didn't want two songs from Lover to just yeah. like stampede onto the list and knock other things off. That's what I did with Folklore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But I love me as well yes. because it is a fun song mm-hmm. and it's a fun video yeah. and it's a great use of another um, exemplary voice mm-hmm. in the voice of Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. See, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Plus, it's the fact it's the video yes. where she gets her new cat. Yeah. Well, she got, she got, yes, a cat Benjamin named Button, Benjamin right. Button. Mm-hmm. That basically in the music video, Brendan Yeary is supposed to pull a cat out of his jacket and give it. This sounds like not insane. a rabbit from a hat. Yes, a cat out of his jacket and give it to Taylor Swift as an apology gift. And so when they were on set and Taylor was like getting, you know, to pet the cat, she was like, "He's so cute." And she was like, "Is he up for adoption?" She was like, "Can I have him?" And the girl was like, "He's available for adoption." And she said, oh, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm." mm-hmm. Like, and, you're not going to say yes to Taylor Swift. Obviously. Even if the cat wasn't for adoption, she was like, I can make it available. Yeah. Can I have a checkbook with you? Okay. 
But it is a super cute video. Yes. And it's a great song. You Need to Calm Down has a great video, too. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. And I love that we've all got our crowns and... Just there's so many little great lines yeah. in that song, so it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two. Nice. Calm down. But instead <gasps> is of calm down, time I think it, it is. is before we get to our number ones, let us play a f- quick five round of Shakespeare or Swift. All right. Swift so Shakespeare, Shakespeare or Taylor Swift, you know the rules. I say a line. It's from a Shakespeare work or a Taylor Swift song. And you have to tell me. You ready? I'm ready. The first one is Past the Curses and Cries Beyond the Terror and the Nightfall. Swift. You are correct. Yes. That is Taylor Swift. The song is Happiness from the album Evermore. All right. That's one for me. Okay. Next. My tongue will tell the anger of my heart, or else my heart concealing it will break. Shakespeare or Taylor Swift? Shakespeare. That is Shakespeare. You are correct. Two for two. Wow. Give me, I'm getting so much better at this. Mm -hmm. How can it be said I am alone when all the world is here to look on me? Shakespeare or Taylor Swift? Okay, I want to say that it's Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. but my gut is making me think that you're putting two Shakespeare's in a row to trip me up. And he talked about all the world's the stage. So I'm going to say this is Shakespeare. It is Shakespeare. What the heck, man? Okay. Look at that. So technically I won best out of five, but we're going to go for number four anyway. So I'm trying to find a good one. Mm-hmm. They're all good ones when they're Taylor Swift. And Shakespeare, I guess. Oh, no, that's a... How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Long handwritten notes deep in your pocket. Words how little they mean when you are a little too late. That's Taylor Swift. It is Taylor Swift. Gah! Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, four, four, four. Okay. That's better than any batting average in an American sports ball basis. <laughs> okay. Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow, tarnished but so grand. Shakespeare or Taylor Swift? Swift. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're getting better at this. Five for five. Yes. That <sighs> is Taylor Swift's me. song. Ivy. And this is, could be wholly false logic. Yes. But I thought the word incandescent didn't seem like something that Shakespeare would use. Yeah. Could be wrong. No, you're right. Incandescent came in like the 1800s. Yeah. And so the one before that, mm-hmm. where they talk about pockets, I don't think that the the pants or whatever pants whatever's that you call during Shakespeare time had pockets. Now I could have been talking about a like a jacket pocket, but anyway. So that's oh, why I should I have used this one. one. I'll Go. be summer sun for you forever. Since it doesn't matter, I'm just going to say Shakespeare. It's Taylor Swift. See, that's why I needed to give it the <laughs> the thought pattern that I had before. 
Do you miss the rogue who coaxed you into paradise and left you there? Okay. That one's supposed to make me think that it's Shakespeare, but it's Taylor Swift. That is Taylor Swift. Yes. You, I like you, that, one. that one. That was, I remember that one. <laughs> I remember that one because I was like, I, I, I tricked, I got tricked. But this, this game was hard because a lot of, <laughs> for me to pick, <laughs> it was because a lot of them are from the next song I was going to talk about. Okay. My number one. All right. Well, how about after I hear your number one, you can give me a couple or okay. during the, the process of giving me your number one, mm. you give me those. My number one. Your number one. Was your my favorite song. Your, your tippy tippy favorite. <laughs> yeah. Was my favorite song to put on a slideshow because it always tripped y'all up. It did. And it is Ivy. Ivy. From Evermore. Not Willow. Not Willow. Willow's a whole, there's a, there's a whole other whole plant. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But Ivy um, is from Evermore. And it's basically a poem um, that tells the story, the fictional story of like two forbidden lovers, you know, Romeo and, and Juliet. No, just just fictional. Oh, OK, just, but Romeo just, and Juliet are fictional. Yeah, but but just other fictional, yeah, other fictional. I got you. Sorry. Yes. yes, yes. Um, kind of, you know, to it, in my mind, it's like a very grumpy person okay. who's like kind of resolute and like serious all the time and a more, you know, like lovable, you know, kind, warm person. It could be, and, and the, the, the hook is, um, my house of stone, your Ivy grows and now I'm covered in you. Okay. And so it's kind of like, you know, falling in love with someone and, you know, having them, Fill the cracks of your soul and, you know. Kind of like that Japanese you. art of putting uh, yeah. things back together. Um, Gold. Yeah, and the song is just written so well. Mm -hmm. it, it The lyrics are beautiful. And I put them in, a, a bunch of them in the Shakespeare Taylor Swift. those tripped us up. I remember yeah. that. Here's, um, I'm going to read the ones that I have written down right here. Um I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bone in a faith forgotten land. See, that sounds like Shakespeare. Taylor Swift wrote these. Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow. I wish to know the fatal flaw that makes you long to be magnificently cursed. Mm -hmm. The old widow goes to the stone every day, but I don't. I just sit here and wait, grieving for the living. Deep. Taylor Swift wrote that. The girl who wrote You Need to Calm Down in our song wrote Shakespeare work and I just, I just think the song is just beautiful and it, and it it tickles my brain and it sounds good like oh what was I thinking I don't know that thought left you'll never get it never get it back well that's a great choice though I mean it is one that is definitely not on my list. I remember. Anymore. I remember my okay. thought. Okay. Give it to me. So, so yes. Um, the 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 lyrics are great, but if you if you ever want to know, you know, do, is Taylor Swift really a good singer? She is. You should look up Ivy, Dolby Atmos stem. Okay. okay. So basically, a Dolby Atmos stem is like the tracks underneath the main vocal. I'm so sorry. The main vocals that play like for a certain sound system, I think. Mm -hmm. 
And so basically it's like the backup vocals and the harmonies mm-hmm. and the like lush instrumental because folklore and evermore have a lot of gorgeous instrumental. It's what? <laughs> gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um no, but yeah. So if you look up Ivy Dolby Atmos Stem and listen to it, it is beautiful to my ears because you get the instrumental and then you get these beautiful harmonies and and you you can still kind of pick up on the lyrics although it's not as present because you know the main vocal track is gone but it's it's beautiful is it like nutella to your toast yes Mm -hmm. yes it's amazing i love 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 ivy that's a great favorite and she played this song um, as a surprise song in Cincinnati. Oh, so you didn't see it perform? I did not, which okay. that hurt. Yes. But when she played it, um, it was it was one night I was like, I don't need to stay up to listen and find <laughs> out. And then I woke up the next morning and it was my favorite song, Call It What You Want, which is from Reputation, which is, you know, one of my favorite albums. Right. And then she also played a special like a, like a like a third song with the opener, yeah. And okay, I was so, like, but 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 explain to people because there's like 15 people in the podcast universe oh, yes. who listen to the show that have no idea what you just meant by that. Okay, so so for the Eras tour, obviously the whole point of it is to go through Taylor Swift's 10 albums or eras, uh-huh. and so every night, you know, she has a huge discography, um, and she can only put. 44 songs in the set list so every night she carves out a special time for she performs every night she performs concert every night every concert she has a special section called her surprise songs where she goes out with a guitar and a piano and she says i'm gonna play two two songs that aren't on the set list that only this venue will get unless i mess it up and so every night she will play Two songs from two different eras. It doesn't always have to be two different eras, but it yeah. usually is two different eras um, that only that stadium will get to hear. And so I got in Houston, I got a place in this world, and today was a fairy tale, which is really great. But that night in Cincinnati, she played Ivy and Call It What You Want, and it was devastating. I said, oh, Taylor. How, how could she, you? How could she do that to you? How could you? And I know she's a big fan of the show, so she's probably... I know. She's probably upset I'm right like now. kicking herself. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, thought I, I thought I did better. Yeah. yeah. But... So before we move on, I just want mm-hmm. you to know that my um, logic was faulty. Yeah. That incandescent doesn't have anything to do with electricity. Rather, it is the emission of electromagnetic radiation, including visible light, from a hot body. Mm-hmm. Like mine. Oh, As yes. a result of high temperature. So even if you like uh, heat up a piece yeah. of metal and it puts off a glow, that's incandescence. But I thought incandescence originated in like the 1800s. No, incandescent light bulbs did. Oh, okay. By heating up the filament yes, and okay, causing okay. light. And see, that's that was my faulty logic. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you were term. right. I'm okay. still right. I mean, come on. It's still the W. Yeah. yeah but so, I mean... Anyway. You need a dictionary when you listen to Taylor Swift songs, Yes, man. you do. And a thesaurus. And a thesaurus. And, and you need the thesaurus. Oh, yes. 
I was watching, uh, I was rewatching Raising Hope, which was this wonderful show that was on Fox. And this rather dim guy <laughs> likes this girl who's really smart. And she was a creative writing. And anyway, he brings her, he says, I got you this book. It's kind of like the dictionary's cousin. It's the Saurus. Yeah. So I was like, ah, that's great. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. All right. So mm-hmm. I would like to, to challenge you Ooh, uh? to Shakespeare or Swift. <gasps> okay. okay. And this is going to be from my number one. Mm-hmm. So if you can get this, all right. Cause the players going to play, 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 play. And the haters mm-hmm. gonna hate, 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 okay. hate. Baby, I'm just gonna blank. So shake, shake. spear. <laughs> I literally, I, I, I you threw just glitched. You, you said, I threw you this volleyball to say for to have you go shake it off. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Give the last line again. Baby, I'm just gonna blank. I think shake it off. Yeah. First try. First try. Look at you. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. So, anyway, shake it off from 1989's deluxe version. Ooh. Not. That's a, version, not the ordinary which some version. Some people say might be the next version, the next uh, album yes. that gets released as a Taylor's version. Side note: Did you hear she started like trademarking 1989 Taylor's version, Reputation Taylor's version? No, that's and ta- awesome. And so everyone's like, "When's it coming? When's it coming?" <laughs> so that's awesome. So this is this is probably, of course, I, I want to say maybe me is a little bit more fun, mm-hmm. but. This for me was always the most fun. Yeah, the videos are funny. She shows eras in the video. Yeah. She shows all these different things, but it's just a catchy song. Mm-hmm. Basically, telling people that I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I don't care the hate that y'all throw on me yeah. because I'm just going to shake it off. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome, Did and she... and she's right because the players are going mm-hmm. to play play play, and the haters are going to hate 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 Real. hate yeah. hate hater is going to hate, and she she just shakes it off. She's just going to shake 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 it off shake it off shake it off. Did you hear? I don't know if I told you this. Shake I don't think off. I have. But in Seattle, where mm-hmm. she was just she played last weekend, okay. The the Swifties danced so hard to shake it off yeah. that they literally thought there was an earthquake. <laughs> like it gave it gave like two point three seismic ratings. What? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's that, crazy. That's a, you look it up. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Uh-huh. They're calling it a swift quake. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's crazy. Yeah. A swift quake. A swift quake. Which is different from a swift cake. Obviously. The door. Or a swift shake. Yes. Yes. Which would 
probably Swift have, Shake It Off. Yes, yeah. Swift Shake It Off, which would probably be a strawberry berry type combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we go. Mm-hmm. Our no crossovers, no one crossover. Yeah, I bet you think about me. Bet you think about me. That's, but that's pretty amazing. I mean, we mm-hmm. had twenty five individual songs. How many songs does she have? Just pulling a number off your off the, off the dome. For some reason, I want to say 257, uh-huh. but I know that feels very specific. But she has over 200 songs across 13 albums, if you count three records. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So That's a lot. That's truly And impressive. there's plenty more in the vault. And Yeah, and you know, she just re-released Speak Now, which one of the big appeals of it was... She wrote the entire thing herself. Mm-hmm. There were no co-writers. And she did that at 19. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Right. That is crazy. And she's only, she's what? She's 33. Now? 33. Still has a huge career in front of yes. her. Yes. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. This is the time where I'm going to ask you, well, what do you want to do next? But... We already know what we're doing next. Yeah. And we're probably going to be recording that tomorrow. All right. And this is going to be, well, it'll be a surprise. But I do want to thank you for taking yeah. the time to come to do it. It's awesome. Yeah. And we'll, of course, have our Spotify playlists out there for you. You can listen to them and see. Uh, I, I, want, I don't want to say to see if we were right or we were wrong. Just see how right we were. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I'd also like to thank all of you out there in the podcast universe for joining us for this episode of Fave 5 from Fans. You can find us and more from the Plastic Microphone Studios wherever you catch a podcast. Remember, it would be a massive help if you could consider leaving us a review and that all-important five-star rating. If you like the show, please consider telling a friend about us. Even if it's a friend who likes to play, 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 play. And if you don't like the show... Maybe you should tell a hater who just wants to hate, 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 hate. And then it would ruin their day. Just saying. You can find us on the website, favefightfromfans.com. Okay, you ready for this? On Twitter. On Instagram. On our Facebook page. And we're doing threads and TikToks. Which you're going to be doing the TikToks for this episode. But anyway. So we're all there, mm-hmm. everywhere. And remember, <laughs> folks, it may not be the best. Mm. It may not be the most popular. Mm. But if it's your favorite, then it's good enough for us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Lily Dot, take us out. Yo, yo, yo. T-Swizzle. I'm like eight foot four blonde hair to the floor. You shawties never thought I'd think about rapping hardcore. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's Thug Street by T-Pain and Taylor Swift. (laughs) It's awesome. It's awesome. She said, look it up. Look at, she sang that. the hand moves. Those were awesome. I'm like, eight football blonde hair to the floor. You shawties never thought I'd think about rapping hardcore. And with that, we leave you. (laughs)